Welcome to the Ethos Forum. I'm your host, Mark Douglas. Today, I'm with Professor Sally MacArthur. Sally is a CSIRO Research Plus Science Leader in Biomaterials and Professor of Biomedical Engineering at Swinburne University of Technology in Melbourne. While Sally's research performance is globally recognised, it is her development of an entrepreneurial research culture that I want to explore today. However, let's start with the person behind this entrepreneurial research culture. Sally, your work is at the interface of teaching, research and product development. When are you at your best, Sally? I'm really at my best when I'm bringing people together. That's what gives me energy and it's the way that we can cross over the boundaries between research, students learning in different types of environments, but bringing together research, clinical impact and understanding what clinicians need and then bringing that together with industry to actually create a package of ideas and thought processes that we go through. It's really dynamic and I love it. So you really like building relationships between people that may not have had that relationship before. Absolutely. One of the hardest things in a university is to find the front door half the time. So if you're out there meeting people and saying, I think you should meet this person and making it easier for people to connect, that's actually, I think, where the important work is done in understanding each other's needs. Okay, so you've had a very interesting career on this nexus between universities and industry. What is it that drives you now? What's your purpose from this point on in your career? I love looking at where we can get impact and how we can utilise our knowledge. I love doing fundamental research and there's, there's huge parts of what I do is really fundamental stuff. But when I can understand how and why that might be needed to know about, that we need to do the research that underpins the new technologies that we're going to make, but at the same time, I want to be applying what I already know to solve the problems that are out there. And so for me, the driver right now is connecting people to find those avenues as well. So not just me personally finding that, but helping other people to discover how they might do that, either in their own research, finding ways of actually applying and identifying the problem they're going to solve. We're all running around with loads of solutions. So this desire to have relationships and to build relationships and the desire to create impact is what drives you. Are there still systems issues within universities that are challenges and get in the way of you doing something like this? I think impact as a terminology is fairly poorly understood and I think we saw that to some extent. When we start to talk about the difference between the sort of research metrics that people use and the mismatch maybe to what industry needs and impact being all about actually not just how many people read your papers or cite you, that's academic impact, but impact in society. So what actually changes in response to the work that you're doing? And that's what I'm really interested in. We have impact in all sorts of different ways as academics. We train people. That's great. If we send them out knowing how to do things and being in better shape to adapt over the long term, that's really important and that's very impactful for that individual. But the larger scale impact comes from improving manufacturing processes or developing a new approach to a social problem, coming up with cheaper or better, more efficient ways of dealing with health. We can actually influence that and get impact by developing and taking our research knowledge into the marketplace. It has to be made real. 
it has to be made real, made real to the students very early on in their career. Absolutely. And, you know, from a university like Swimmer University of Technology, where we want our students to be ready the minute they leave, so we give them opportunities as undergraduates to get work placements and things like that. And we're only just starting to see that happening in PhDs, where you can do the AMSI intern program or some of those other programs, but they're still quite difficult to actually integrate that into a PhD. There's no clear way to take time off from your PhD to do an internship that applies your knowledge. You have to do it right at the very end once you've actually handed in. I think there's lots of different styles of PhDs. They don't have to all fit in one box. This whole thing that you need to be in the ivory tower thinking big thoughts and having the eureka moment in the bath is not what most people are interested in in a PhD. They definitely would like to do research that has meaning. And for individuals, and this is where we get a diversity of people and their goals for doing a PhD, I think not everybody should have to do a PhD in one certain way. We see that in different disciplines. The PhD and the style of PhD you do in the arts faculty is completely different to a PhD that you do in engineering. And the purposes and the way that you do that, it's a far more individual thing in an arts setting. Even in the humanities area, a a PhD could impact on policy. Absolutely. In government in the same way that maybe in an engineer could improve productivity in a manufacturing organisation. Absolutely. And I would love PhDs that actually cross over more into those veins and work to cross the boundaries. So who is to say that a PhD has to be mm. by yourself in isolation? Mm. What if it is a much more collaborative process? What if it's you working in collaboration with other people? Everybody knows their job and everybody knows their skill set, but they're applying their skill set to solving an aspect of the problem. So you're talking about a group PhD. Ooh, wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> I love the idea of that because I think... You know, we are coming to terms with the fact that group work is essential, that that's what life's about, working in teams, finding out how to work in a team. Yet we put all this energy into working in isolation and what have you contributed and this is what I did and all the rest of it. Yet really good research, I think, is done in teams. I am somebody who likes to work in teams. That's my nature of how I like to do research. So there's loads of things I don't know. We tend to want to make people a black belt in their discipline before we get them asking questions outside of their discipline. But I think if you don't understand the questions that are going to come from outside your discipline, Mm. you're not influencing then the choices you're making. Mm. So it's the same as saying, I'm going to design this medical device, but I'm not going to ask any clinician how they might use it, and I'm not going to ask the patient what they actually want. And I think that piece around understanding the problem you're trying to solve and who it's a problem for at the start, can help give you context that keeps you motivated. That concludes part one of my discussion with Professor Sally MacArthur. In part two, Sally discusses entrepreneurial research and how a commitment to research impact is potentially changing the nature and process of the traditional PhD. Mm -hmm.